World number one Ash Barty announced retirement. Truth-telling commission in Victoria was launched yesterday. And Australia's vaccine advisory group has officially recommended a fourth shot as a part of the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. World tennis number one Ash Barty has announced her retirement at just 25 years. But it's not the last time we hear of the tennis superstar. The morning after the retirement bombshell that rocked Australian sport, three-time Grand Slam champion Ash Barty reiterated she had nothing left to give. And helping First Nations youth achieve their goals in tennis remains her future focus. Uh, I know that my contribution with, with the Aboriginal and Indigenous side of our sport um, will only grow. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to, um, to give Indigenous youth and Aboriginal youth around our nation more opportunity to, to get into the sport and that's, that's something that we'll work on down the track um, but I, I am excited to spend more time in this space. The 25-year-old confirming the decision was based on a lack of motivation following this year's Australian Open triumph and concerns on how that would impact those around her. I knew that it wouldn't be fair to my team and the people that have invested so much time and energy into my life um, to not be 100% committed for them. Barty will be removed from the world tennis rankings over the next couple days, but according to her coach, signs she may give the game away were already present back in 2019. Craig Dyser is Barty's former coach. But even after her first Grand Slam French, I'd, I'd actually prepared this really when we went down on court together the first time I saw her, this speech about how profound this was going to be and what it meant to her and and the first thing she said to me was, can I retire now? So I sort of went, oh, hang on, I'm not ready for that. Repercussions of her retirement sent shockwaves through social media. Serena Williams among those who paid tribute to the Narago woman, while Barty's decision also drew praise from her peers on the WTA tour. Iga Swiatek is currently world's number two. She said Ash's decision was brave. I really respect and I really think she's brave that she has made this decision because um, with all the expectations around and I mean, there is not many people who would uh, stop at this point and put their happiness on the first place. In the political world, Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk also thanked Barty for being such a great role model. And on behalf of Queenslanders, I want to thank her um, for the outstanding role model she has been. Uh, for young women and girls uh, right across uh, the country. Family first with her nephews and nieces, the underlying theme of her new life moving forward. I'm excited to be home with them, spend time with them as Aunty Ash. That's, that's, what they, that's how they know me, that's how they love me. As to whether she has a wedding date to longtime partner Gary Kissick. I do? Yeah. Coming up soon. You have to wait and see. <laughs> Tanisha Stanton, NITV News. Victoria's Truth-Telling Commission has been launched to the ceremony in Nam, Melbourne. The Yurok Justice Commissioners gathered at the Stolen Generations Marker in Fitzroy for a ceremony before the first official hearing. The Commission will spend the next three years hearing and documenting, documenting injustice committed against Indigenous Victorians since the start of colonisation.
The commissioners say this is the first of many opportunities for First Nations Victorians to have their stories heard. Eleanor Borg is the Euro Justice Commission Chair. We're just itching to get out to speak to people and that starts tomorrow actually. Um, we're, we're breaking uh, up into two teams and travelling around the state of Victoria for the next four weeks uh, and we will be, that will be our first face-to-face -face engagement. But we're, we're very um, hungry for that and we need it for ourselves as uh, Aboriginal people. We'll feel so much better about engaging with our people on their country. Tony McAvoy is the council assisting. We can see that this commission is not like commissions that have gone before. This is one very much focused on the First Peoples story. There were tears of joy in the Northern Territory yesterday as land in the Rupa River region was handed back to traditional owners. A simple ceremony marked the historic handback in Mataranka, about 400 kilometers south of Darwin. The Minister for Indigenous Affairs, Ken Wyatt, along with other federal and territory parliamentarians, joined traditional owners for the ceremony. The claims were lodged more than 20 years ago and covered the township of Yurapunga and the old homestead site of nearby Elsie Station. Traditional owner Dr. Grace Daniels spoke at the ceremony. Whilst this handover is very important because of our land, our culture, our customary law that puts us to that land. If we don't have any of those things behind us, we're nothing. Can I acknowledge the handover was a long time coming? But I want to acknowledge all of those traditional owners who are not with us today who have waited for this to happen for so long, but we have lost them. And to all the traditional owners who are now here, uh, today I acknowledge you and thank you for your patience. Australia's vaccine advisory group, ATAGA, has officially recommended a fourth shot as a part of the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. Federal Health Minister Greg Hunt says the jab will be available as a part of the vaccine rollout for four groups from 4th of April, based on timing interval of between four and six months after the third vaccine dose. The four groups include those aged 65 years and over, Indigenous Australians aged 50 years and over, residents in the aged care or disability sector, and immunocompromised Australians aged 16 years and over. Mr. Hunt says the winter flu shot program will also be launched from the 4th of April. Similar groups actually, adults 65 years and over, uh, children under five, pregnant women, uh, Indigenous Australians of, of all ages uh, and uh, people with uh, particular immunocompromised medical conditions as well. They're part of the National Immunisation Program where the government provides that for free and in addition there is a very significant private market. We're investing $100 million in those measures. The federal government is set to announce a record $58 million package under the National Action Plan for Endometriosis. Through the 2022-23 budget, this funding will include new specialised endometriosis and pelvic pain clinics in every state and territory to improve diagnosis 
and offer improved care to support over 800,000 Australian women who have the disease. The Morrison government will also help couples plan for their pregnancy by investing $81.2 million to create a new Medicare item to support access to genetic testing for three serious genetic conditions. Genetic testing can assist families who may be at risk of passing on significant genetic conditions to understand and assess their risk and to plan their pregnancy appropriately. And overseas now. The United Kingdom says it's more than doubling its lethal aid to Ukraine. The announcement comes after Western leaders had three back-to-back emergency summits in Brussels for NATO, the G7 industrialized nations and the 27-member European Council. NATO leaders have agreed to deploy 40,000 more troops to Eastern Europe and send equipment to Ukraine to help protect it against a chemical weapons attack. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson says the UK will be sending a new deployment of British troops to Bulgaria, an additional 6,000 missiles, and provide 44 million Australian dollars in unrestricted funding for Ukraine's armed forces. And he rejected the Kremlin's claim that he is the most active anti-Russian leader, saying his hostility is not for Russian people, but for Russian President Vladimir Putin alone. I don't think there's a single person round the table in, in NATO uh, or the G7 uh, who is against uh, Russians or the, or the Russian people. Absolutely not. Least of all me. Uh, I, think I, probably, I'm, I think I'm probably the only Prime Minister in UK history to be called Boris. I am not remotely anti-Russian. Uh, but uh, I think what we all agree is that what Vladimir Putin is doing, the way he's leading Russia at the moment, is utterly catastrophic. And to sports now. Socceroos coach Graham Arnold says the team has a big task ahead to qualify for the 2022 World Cup. Japan triumphed against Australia 2-0, allowing it to secure automatic qualification. The Socceroos will now have to undertake a harder route to qualify via the inter- intercontinental playoffs. The team will now have to be the third place team in Asia's other qualifying group. Should they win that, they then face South America's fifth best side. Socceroos coach Graham Arnold says he still believes the team can turn things around. Japan are obviously a top side, and yeah. it's full credit to them, but uh, you know, we've got to. You know, brush the dust off and get ourselves ready. Yeah, look, I think uh, I've always said that, I believe, uh, in, in, in these boys. And, uh, you know, it's one game at a time, one camp at a time. We'll see what happens. And let's have a look at the weather now. Broome is sunny with the tops of 35. Perth mostly sunny and also 35 degrees. Adelaide, similar conditions, but 24 degrees. Melbourne is partly cloudy with the tops of 21. Hobart, also partly cloudy and 23 degrees. Albury Wodonga is sunny with the tops of 27. Canberra can expect a shower or two and the tops of 23 degrees. Sydney showers and 23. Newcastle pretty much the same. Brisbane shower on, or two and 29 degrees. Townsville is mostly sunny with the tops of 32 degrees. Cairns partly cloudy and 31. Darwin possible shower or storm with the tops of 34 degrees. Alice Springs is sunny with the tops of 31. And Torres Strait Islands today are cloudy, cloudy, possible thunderstorms in the afternoon and at night with the tops of 30 degrees.
Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.